It's the most wonderful time. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Oh, wait, because it's February and like. Because it's almost MMEA. Oh, that part. I was was very confused by the the holiday music that you were singing. The other day you were singing like Lent hymns. I, I'm very confused this week. You've you've thrown me off quite a bit, so I I now I get it. Yes, yep. MMEA. And, yeah. and listen, I know I know how close we are to MMEA because I'm I'm in nine rehearsals. I'm so excited. Yeah, the Wind Ensemble is performing in MMEA this year. That is so awesome. We've mentioned that in some previous episodes, but um, if you're just joining us for this one, which hopefully a lot of people are, because this episode is going to be so great. This episode is um, not just designed for our listeners who are band directors, but um, we're going to talk about the MMEA Midwinter Convention uh, in general. And so hopefully we get some of our friends who are choral teachers and general music teachers and orchestra folks um, to to tune in. because. And in fact, I've got some recommended sessions and the names of some headliners that were recommended by some elementary general music specialists um, in their, their Facebook group recently. So, uh, we're going to awesome. be talking about some of those here in a little bit. So fun. I just, I love MMEA so <laughs> very much and, uh, just getting to meet new people, connect with people that we've known for a very long time, hear all the amazing groups sessions. I, I just can't wait. I cannot wait. Yeah. I was, um, talking to my friend Kristen Chase a couple of weeks ago, we met for dinner and we only get together a couple of times a year. She's a middle school band director um, up in White Bear Lake. And her very first question was, am I going to see you at MMEA? Are we going to get a chance <laughs> to hang out at MMEA? And I just, I was like, of course we are because there's- Especially something... if she comes to see you conduct. <laughs> well, yes. Um, but like, there's something special about Um, You know, like the two of us can get together anytime we want and we can have dinner or drinks or whatever, but there's something special about being in the convention center or at the Hilton and surrounded by hundreds and hundreds of other music educators. And um, it's, it's just a really special thing that happens every year. And I'm really excited that um, I'm going to be going for about the 20th year in a row. And that's awesome. And even, even for even if, if people don't go every single year or if you're a, a new teacher and you've never been before, I can't, I can't say enough like how important it is and how valuable it is. It, 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 that's so true. I, I know that, you know, there's been times that people have to miss and I've, I've even missed before too. Um, but boy, is it rejuvenating. And you know what I'm going to tell you the one thing that I love about this. And I explain this to administrators all the time too, is that all the staff development that we do in our buildings and things like that, um, is is done at MMEA, at Midwinter Convention, but it's done from a musical standpoint. And that's why it's so valuable to go to these sessions to hear it so that we know how to um, approach the the new trends in education or the the things that we might be missing in our classroom you know i i just i cannot stress enough like how valuable it is to go to mmea and connect with people and to learn from the experts in in our musical world mm-hmm. thousand percent absolutely yeah so it's um it's just around the corner i'm sure by the time that this episode drops it's going to be uh even closer and so we thought that today would be a really good day to go like straight to the top and talk to the guy in charge. Um, So we're going to be joined here in a few minutes by Dr. 
Adrian Davis, who is the president of the Minnesota Music Educators Association. And Adrian is just an awesome dude. And I've really enjoyed getting to know him better in recent years uh, through being on the board of MMEA alongside him. And um, I love that the organization uh, is going in some new directions. And the as I look at the programming for the MMEA Midwinter Convention, I see lots of fresh perspectives and different voices. And I can't wait to talk to him about some of the things that that he's excited about. I love it. I He's just the goat. I I could listen to him talk forever. He just knows what he's talking about. And he's such a good listener himself, too, that it's you just feel so valued in his presence. I He's been such a great addition to the board, and I'm looking forward to hearing what he has to say. Talk about what they have planned for all of us at MMEA. And we really, really hope that you go to MMEA this year, whether it's oh even God. in the evening sessions, just just go. If you, if you have to teach, we get it, but you got to get up there. You got to get up there. Yeah, you got you got to, and you gotta, you know, you gotta have those hard conversations with um, your staff development committee and and with your administrators. If they say no, ask them why, and then ask them again, and, and explain to, to them person, what it is. Yeah, like yeah, and if and if you have, I know in my first couple of years of teaching, um, I was in one of those situations where they only let us go every other year, and again, I, I still have trouble trying to. F- figure that out. Right. If they think it's valuable one year, how is it not valuable the next year? Um, And I realize (laughs) in in some districts, there might be um, budget restrictions or such things. But um, I mean, those so in those early years, there were a couple of times I took a personal day. And yeah, we shouldn't have to take a personal day to do this. But it's that important. And it was that that valuable. It was that valuable to me to give up a personal day to go and learn and get better and network. It's this is how you get to know the people in our field who are experts. And they're they're also approachable. You can go up to anybody, anybody at the MMEA Midwinter Convention, whether you see them in a session, a concert, just run into them in the hallway or in the exhibit hall and strike up a conversation, tell them who you are, what you do, where you're from, and um, they will talk to you. That's how I got, I mean, it's MMEA. Yeah. That, that that got me to know the hundreds and hundreds of music educators that I now know throughout the state of Minnesota, that it is an environment that is unique and special. And I, I just have to say, too, I it's changed so much over however many years. I mean, I've been going for over 20 years as well. And it's it just feels different. It doesn't feel I remember going there and maybe this is just my, you know, my um, young perspective, my rookie perspective of like, oh, everybody's judging everybody else. But that's not the case. It there, It's just so supportive. And I just love like how people give so much to our state. I look at so many people that are that are doing presentations and putting their work out there and um, just giving back to the community. So I highly encourage if you've never done a a presentation or a session or an informants, anything at MMEA, I encourage you to do it. It is, it makes you feel empowered, but you're valuable in what um, you, you are doing. So don't forget that and put yourself out there. You can do hard things. Exactly. Great advice. I mean, seriously, I mean, I think sometimes people say like, oh, I, I couldn't present at something like this, or I couldn't give an informants or a performance. Yeah, you could, you can. Everyone has has secret talents and we want to know about them. Share them. Yep. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to have Dr. Adrian Davis in the house, in your ears, 
on your speakers right here on Band is Everything. Do you dream of faraway places? Do you wish to see the world? So much of who we are is where we've been. Go discover new adventures. Create memories to last a lifetime. Grand Tours. Dream. Design. Discover. Schmidt Music is your trusted resource for all things band and orchestra. Their team of instrument specialists are experts in their craft and happy to help with everything from guiding students as they select a step-up instrument, presenting master classes, and more. The specialty shops at Schmidt Music carry an extensive selection of instruments from the finest brands in the world for every level of player, all of which can be accessed through your local Schmidt Music store. From do re mis to symphonies, Schmidt Music has got you covered every step of the way. Okay, so someone already hit the record button. That's awesome. Thank you. I, who did? I don't know. It says it's... Re oh, you know... I, okay. Did you I'm, do it? Yeah, maybe. Guess what? I'm so smart. <laughs> Listen to this. No, I'm not this smart. B-roll. B-roll. I was, I was um, <laughs> fooling around with the settings on Zoom because I hadn't actually like done a Zoom call in a while. Sure. And I realized you could set it up so that it automatically starts recording as soon as the meeting starts. So you don't forget to push to hit record. Listen to how things get smarter all the time. Oh, Adrian, how's it going? Yay! Good, good. Good to see both of you. Oh, welcome. So great so, to see you. <laughs> we're so glad that you are here. Yeah. Um, how how's life? We haven't chatted in a while. I miss I miss our MMEA meetings together. Yeah, life is great. Uh it's nice outside. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> nice and warm. I'm loving it. And um uh, Busy, staying busy, all things music, but uh, a good busy. I enjoy being, I'd rather be busy than doing nothing. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I was going to say, uh, I, lo I love the fact that you mentioned the weather because we're recording here on Thursday, February 1st, and it's it's 50 degrees outside again today in Minnesota. So um, as we are previewing <laughs> the MMEA Midwinter Convention, there's absolutely no excuse for people not to sign up because the weather has been and hopefully will continue to be gorgeous. But before but before we talk about MMEA, I mean, that's the main thing we're going to talk about today. But I'd love for you to introduce yourself to our guests because I'm sure there's some people who listen to our podcast who who don't know you and don't know um, your, your amazing credentials and um, what you're currently doing for work aside from being... So President in, in music education professionally for going on 24 years now. I started out teaching um, instrumental music, specifically band and orchestra, uh, for my first eight years of teaching in Memphis City Schools, born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee, and marching band, concert band, orchestra, jazz band, you name it. Uh, uh, did it at a very high level, had some uh, great ensembles, uh, on the come up as a young teacher. I moved to Minnesota in 2007 and um, I taught band at North High School. Actually, I started at a Loveworks Academy, which is a charter school in Golden Valley, Minnesota. Uh, I was there for about a year and a half. 
um, I moved to uh, the Minnesota Internship School, which was actually um, uh, it was an alternative school. And I wasn't even teaching music at the time. I was teaching basic math. Can you imagine me teaching math and, and social studies and uh, language arts? <laughs> Use your imagination on that. Um, but it was great. It was a good experience because it helped me to expand um, the, my horizons in terms of what education means and what it looks like. And it actually helped me to put into place um, where music lies, even in terms of the school. Like music, education in school music is part of a whole. It is not just a singleton that's isolated or some silo uh, from other parts like um, language arts, math, science, and social studies. We're all part of one big family. Um, I taught at the Purpose uh, Center for about a year. Um, I did uh, studio music technology there. I taught music theory there, um, small ensembles, um, a lot of the combos and things they have at Purpose. And then I taught at North High School uh, for about four years where I was doing band and choir at the same time, and as well as some music tech stuff. And uh, I was at Roosevelt High School where I was also doing band, beginning band and choir, drumline. I'm a percussionist by trade and uh, also did music technology there. I uh, was able to develop uh, some really cool stuff for, uh, we did a, a steel drumming, program at Roosevelt and uh, developed a really good drumline program there as well. And now um, I am currently working as the music facilitator for Minneapolis Public Schools. Uh, so program design, curriculum design, supporting uh, classroom, supporting uh, teachers, uh, working on budget, all that, all that good stuff. And, uh, and I'm also a postdoc associate at University of Minnesota uh, doing research and keeping my head in a book and typing up a whole bunch of papers. So I love it. I love what I do. So that's, that's pretty much where I am right now. Wow. That is, that's a lot. So impressive. And like such a wide variety of experiences of, of helping students and helping teachers. I just, that's so awesome. Yeah. I mean, like, like you said, Aaron, what an, a wide array of experiences you've had. Can you talk just a little bit more, Adrian, about your current duties um, as that music coordinator in Minneapolis Public Schools? That sounds like a huge job. Job, it's it's never the same day. Uh, it's always something different every day, and opportunities to go visit classrooms. Um, I just recently have been working on, I guess, like a mission and a vision for um, arts programming, music programming for Minneapolis Public Schools. The big question on all of our minds in, the, in our school district is what is Minneapolis Public Schools known for? And of course, like in many districts, we often use those magic buzzwords. Oh, it's collaborative. Oh, it's diverse. It's unique. Well, that doesn't make you any different from anyone else. <laughs> so uh, my idea was, well, we can be a destination for the arts. And so using the arts and creating pathways in the arts is part of uh, my job, showing how band, orchestra, choir can uh, converge, those pathways can converge with digital um, arts, digital music, global music traditions like taiko drumming and steel pan drumming. I love that. I think, 
I think that's so important too, is that, um, that there are people in our public schools who have a vision for, for where we are going. Um, we talk all the time about, uh, you know, education is, is continues to be, um, carried out in this sort of factory model that is really outdated and outmoded and, um, having people like yourself who have ideas for the future and making music more collaborative and more, and more relevant. You mentioned the digital media and the digital arts and like, that's the future of, of music. And it also needs to be the future of, of music education. Yes, for sure. Arts music technology as we know it is not even the future, but it's the present in terms of career choice, career options for the 21st century musician, our, our DJs, our podcasters, like, like the current podcast that we're on right now, uh, <laughs> our audio book engineers. Um, these are relevant and 21st century career options. And so, you know, when we, when we record, when we're making these, um, we're making music and we're making these records and performing music, you know, somebody has to record that stuff. That's career. That's a music career. Whoever is behind the scenes, um, that is a major uh, 21st century career option. So presenting these options um, around work-based learning and careers for our future, um, I think that's kind of where we uh, should be living at um, alongside what we have already been doing in our models of uh, band and orchestra and choir. A hundred percent. I I just you know you you brought up the the part where like these are the careers right now. I remember when I first started teaching and just being naive and you know rookie and you know the administrators saying like there's there's jobs out there that I haven't even been created yet and I was like what and now I get it right like <laughs> it's one of those things you're like oh yeah yeah when you're talking about audio books that wasn't ex in existence as common as it is and especially like podcasting so yeah thanks for saying that and putting those programs out there we're we're always trying to like think of ideas to like put into our classrooms and there's so many people that are out there doing such great work with that so thank you for being a light for that yeah sure thing and and we're all growing i think part of uh part of my career uh and why I've been able to, I guess, if you want to call it longevity, is because I've always had at least one boot on the ground. So it's not uh, instruction for me. It's not just a place from an ivory tower where I know everything and everybody else knows nothing. Instruction for me has always been, man, I was on the gig, you know? <laughs> and uh, I've always, I've never stopped playing. I've never stopped learning. And uh, and I continue my learning even just as a as a teacher as a teacher artist if that's what we want to call it. Yeah, I think that's really valuable. Um, well, you mentioned the word pathways, which of course it has got me thinking about uh, the the main topic that we wanted to chat with you about here today, which is uh, the upcoming MMEA Midwinter Convention, and. Um, I'd love for you to share some information about um, why you think uh, music educators in the state of Minnesota should come to MMEA this year. Like, what are some of the topics that are going to be covered? What are some of the who are some of the presenters that you are excited about? Um, kind of give us the um, uh, the Cliff's Notes version of 
why people should come out to MMEA in, in February? Well, you should come to MMEA because it's awesome, period. Uh, I'll just start right there. <laughs> uh, it's an opportunity really just for all of us to see each other. Uh, Minnesota is so spread out. And so this one time, this one time a year where we have two or three days to convene and I, the fellowship uh, for me is number one uh, by coming to MMEA. In terms of sessions, I'm really excited for, uh, there's a session that uh, Daniel Felton is putting together. It's called The Plug. Yep, it's called A Plug. <laughs> and uh, it's an ode to the new uh, pathway of electronic music, digital music. Uh, some, of, some of us are calling it modern band. Um, there are about three or four ensembles from across the state that will be a part of this. Uh, we have the ensemble from Chaska Middle School. Uh, Eric Saunders bringing his crew. They're going to be performing. Uh, Franklin Middle School in Minneapolis. Uh, they're bringing their hip-hop crew. and They're going to be performing as well. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm kind of blanking on the other ensemble that's a part of it. But this is an opportunity to see music education just beyond what we have been seeing uh, from the traditional band orchestra choir. But it's also an opportunity for our students to shine and for us to see that pathway of, whoa, this is music education. And there is there is music making going on. Um, another really, I'm excited for uh, Brandy Waller-Pace, um, who will be coming. Uh, she's one of our headliners. Uh, she's going to be presenting a seminar on, I think what she called it was old time U.S. music. Um, I'm not sure if that's the exact name of it. She's introducing even uh, um, ideas on the, the origins of the banjo, origins of, um, of uh, different instruments um, that we have considered uniquely American. But because America is so pluralistic that even, uh, even when we're calling it American, it probably has origin from somewhere else. So I'm excited to to hear what Brandy Waller-Pace is going to have to say about this. Um, Franklin Willis is doing um, our first ever elementary all-star choir. I'm really looking forward to that. We've got close to uh, the last count uh, was about 140 plus elementary students, grades four, five, and six, that are going to be singing their hearts out. And it's going to be a whole lot of joy whole lot of singing and just looking forward to Franklin Willis uh, coming from Nashville to share his gifts and talents with us with the elementary all-star choir. So those are kind of my, like my top three right now. Amazing. I, I just cannot ex express enough how excited I am. I think this is going to be the best year yet of MMEA. Just so many options, so, op so many opportunities to learn so much that we've never experienced before. I, I'm just thrilled. Thank you so much for your hard work on this. Thank you for your support. Uh, if I could give a special shout out, I don't know if you know um, this gentleman, his name is Brad Mariska. Um, he is greatly responsible <laughs> for helping us to build a pathway. Our theme, by the way, for MMEA is building pathways together. Um, Brad has been very instrumental, no pun intended, for us having opportunities to to grow MMEA uh, through his leadership and uh, through his insight and his vision uh, for the for the association. And 
I'm eternally grateful. He put up with me for about three or four years with this. And uh, and uh, I appreciate his leadership and his guidance um, as I was able to step into the position. He makes everyone around him better. And I, I completely agree that that's awesome. So I, Brad's just grinning like an idiot right now. He's so excited about this. Well, the, ser- I, the serotonin's just being released all over his body. But, I, but it's, it's true, though, Brad. You, you are the real deal. Well, I appreciate you saying that, but um, I the the changes that I and a lot of colleagues, I mean, obviously no one person does all of this, but when I was um, planning the midwinter, midwinter convention uh, in previous years and when I was on the board, both as the, the band vice president and president-elect and president and past president, um, it, it was really about listening to what people were saying. And, um, I, I will admit that I'm, I'm not always the best listener. Um, but I knew that, that there were people who, who wanted new and different things happening at the midwinter convention. And we had to create, um, new content and new pathways for teaching professionals and teaching artists to show off both things that have been traditionally successful. I mean, MMEA is going to have all of the the standard fare if you like to go and, and go to a session on pedagogy or go to a, a concert by a choir or a band, that's going to be there. But um, I couldn't be more proud of uh, being able to pass this off to you, Adrian, and the folks that you are working with, because I see the list of headliners and their background and their expertise and where they come from. And it's just um, now it's easy to go to any music educator in any school in the state of Minnesota, urban, suburban, rural, large, small, experienced, inexperienced, retired, college student, or active teacher anywhere in between and say, there is something here for you. And I truly mean that as I'm looking through the sessions and the performances and um, it's, it's outstanding. And I'm really proud of the work that that you are doing, and I, and I'm proud that it's it's in good hands because um, you're you're doing great work here. Hundred percent. And like, I'm just gonna jump in and say it's so valuable to hear other people talk about like I'm always learning. I'm always a, a, a teacher learner and I'm I'm willing to get in and learn something new. And that's you know for those of us that have been doing this for over two decades. We, we are always needing to be learning new things and meeting our kids where they're at and pushing them. And but but like you said, too, Brad, that listening piece is, is so valuable. That's how we get better is by listening to others. And again, thank you, Adrian. Thank you for for and Brad, you, too. And then everybody that's been on the board these last few years that have just really been changing the face of, of the needs of music education. I appreciate you all's encouragement. I can't go without giving a special shout out to President-elect Dr. Karen Howard, who is greatly responsible for uh, supporting, even bringing in headliner, more headliners, um, her attention to detail, her attention to elementary school music. We, uh, us high schoolers and middle school teachers, we can't do what we do unless we have kids coming from elementary that are being developed and that are uh, developing a culture for and a love for music. And uh, Dr. Howard has brought that flavor to MMEA. I greatly appreciate her for that. 
Tony Bolt, uh, who is our past president, um, his vision uh, for band and for developing our regions, developing MMEA regionally, um, is going to be another big thing that's going to be coming up. Um, so it doesn't have to be us getting together once once a year. We could be getting together uh, even within our regions multiple times throughout the year and then letting the convention be a culmination of what we've been doing all year. Uh, I love Tony, that. Yeah, Tony, Tony is headlining that right now. And of course, the great um, Jerry Nettermeyer, who is our CEO, um, for the win, y'all. Jerry is, uh, I mean, words can't express um, what a great human Jerry is, uh, accountable, responsible, a caring person. Um, I appreciate her attention to detail. I appreciate her sternness. Her sternness is actually based out of love. And uh, I appreciate her holding all of us accountable uh, for the, the comings and the goings of MMEA. So that's that's my team. Um, there, there's no me without them. Uh, we're, and we're all working together. Well, I, I really appreciate, Adrian, that you mentioned the renewed focus of MMEA on um, elementary and general music education, because th these are conversations that, that we had um, in recent years about um, there's a reason that elementary music specialists are, were not coming to MMEA. And it was because we weren't offering the sessions that they needed and wanted. And I'm looking at the headliners and I, I've been talking to um, some elementary music specialists and they're, they're so excited about um, headliners like Missy Strong and Andrew Ellingson who are bringing a combination of like really practical sessions along with more um, philosophically based sessions about, um, you know, where are we going and what is going to be important? Um, I, I know that one of the sessions that um, Missy is doing is about all about neuroscience and um, implementing um, ways of teaching that uh, are, are designed through how students actually learn that is like more developmentally appropriate. And Andrew Ellingson is, is doing really great work um, in the area of, of folk dancing and, and connecting cultures. And he's certified in both ORF and Kodai. Absolutely. Uh, and even speaking of another session that's happening uh, that's connected with Andrew is uh, if you looked on that schedule, there's a folk dance party that's happening. I'm not sure what day it's, I want to say it's happening on that Friday, but um, if you're all about dancing <laughs> and folk dancing, uh, that that is your jam. So you should be showing up to the folk dance party that's happening. That's awesome. So fun. <laughs> okay. So Adrian, let's, uh, we, we don't have a lot of time left, but I, I want to know what's going through your head. We're recording this on Thursday, February 1st which means that two weeks from today, MMEA will be in full swing. In fact, it'll be more than a third over already. What are you doing today and tomorrow? What are kind of like the final pieces that have to be put in place before all these people descend upon the convention center in 13 days? Well, I think some of the final steps 
are just checking in with a lot of our clinicians just to make sure that they have everything that they need um, to make sure that, uh, you know, that they have the technology that they need to produce their sessions, uh, that they have the equipment they need. Uh, we're also double checking on making sure that the ensembles um, have their equipment. As you probably know very well, Brad, percussion equipment is a, uh, <laughs> it's a it's a lot of work. That's the worst. And whoever's in charge of that has the worst job of anyone. It's I've done it, and everyone who's helped me with it knows that it's it's the worst. Sure, and so um, and also just checking in with board members, making sure that everybody is um, available and ready to work. Um, it's not a MMEA is is fun. It's great to be around, but it's also a lot of work. Uh, for behind the scenes to make sure that everyone has what they need and that everyone is happy and that um, that we can have just two or three days together where things can flow smoothly. We're not guaranteeing that everything is just going to be 100 um, percent, but 95 percent ain't bad, though. <laughs> and so we because, um, hey, you know, it's like the uh, it's like the fable with the donkey. I don't know if you heard the fable of the, the donkey, the, the old man and the uh, little boy and how they were going through the towns and uh, trading places. And every time they traded places, people were saying, well, hey, why don't you let the old man ride on the donkey? And they, they traded places. Okay, well, why don't you let the little boy ride on the donkey? Oh, well, okay, we traded places. Well, why does the donkey have to do all the work? And they put the donkey on a trailer and they ran over a cliff and, and everybody was gone forever. Well, I guess the moral of that story is, is that you can't please everybody. So, uh, but we will do the best <laughs> that we can. We will do the best that we can at MMEA um, to, to meet the needs uh, where we can and be supportive of music education because we are all learning and we're all trying to figure it out. And uh, but at the, at the end of the day, the goal is that we can learn how to build pathways together. Yeah, I I really appreciate you saying that because I didn't know how much work and planning went into it until I was on the board and I was helping to do the work. And it's easy to look at an event like this and and, and find uh, the chinks in the armor, so to speak. And like you said. It's not going to go perfectly, but if everyone has a little bit of grace and understands that everyone is doing their best for each other and for the future of music education, you're going to walk away having an amazing experience, 100%. Yeah, no doubt. We, uh, we're looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing everyone. And, uh, you know, come shake my hand. Give me a high five. You know, uh, throw me a, a down. Yeah, we're... Where will we be able to find? I know you're going to be kind of all over the place. You're going to be all over the place. But is there is there one place that you're going to kind of be hanging out uh, where if people want to come shake your hand or say thank you, that they're going to be able to find you? I will be primarily, I'll be somewhere everywhere. I won't be hard to find. Uh, I think that, um, I'll, of course, I'll be in the exhibit hall and, uh, uh, you know, just kind of milling around and saying, hey, um, Oh, Scott Sheehan, the NAFME president, will be with us. Uh, so wow. I'll probably, yeah. Um, so I'll be uh, probably spending a lot of time with Scott. You'll see us walking around together. So yeah, we got the president of NAFME that's going to be here. So looking forward well, to that. 
That's awesome. Um, I do recommend stopping in by Ballroom B at 8.45 Friday morning if you want. <laughs> of course. Of course. Aaron's doing a really good job of, of inviting people. And, and you know, like, this is important. We tell our students this all the time, right? You got to, you got to invite people. If you want an audience, it doesn't matter what kind of gig you're, you're, you're playing. You, you got to tell people to come. And that's why, that's why we're doing this whole episode, right? It's like, we want everyone that we know. If you are a music educator in the state of Minnesota, a future music educator, or a retired music educator, or if you were music education adjacent, um, you know, a music retailers and and all of the folks that are going to be in the exhibit hall from from travel companies and fundraising companies um the exhibit hall is my favorite place to hang out i mean aside from brits of course am, am, am i am i right oh yeah you're, yeah brits, you are yes. not wrong yeah. but you you have to behave this this year on thursday night brad i i i promise <laughs> i promise yeah, i will yeah. behave yes um for sure well adrian do you have any final last words you want to share with us or any any last words of advice that you want to give anybody who's listening to this that um, is planning to come or is considering coming to MMEA this year? Well, as far as coming to MMEA, I would just say, look forward, look forward. And I'm, I guess that's a sentence within itself. Look forward. Uh, we have uh, so many great activities and so many wonderful opportunities to expand how we think about music and music education, and this is the year, this is a, yet another year. MMEA is growing uh, into a national brand. It's It belongs to the state of Minnesota, but MMEA also belongs to our entire country. And we have people from all over the country coming to visit because that's who we are. Uh, Minnesota is, the MMEA is turning into a national brand. And so, uh, big shouts to everyone that I get a chance to see when you're there. And uh, here we go. I'm, I'm just absolutely thrilled of, of, of the hard work and the, the value that you provide for this entire state and your community and um, in Minneapolis and to all the rest of us. So thank you so much for this. I, I cannot wait to see you in a couple of weeks. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, looking forward to seeing you all. And then, uh, I don't know, maybe we can catch up at Brits. I would, I would love that. that. I would, I'm down, but we have to behave <laughs> Thursday night. That's all. Yep. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Adrian. Well, we are going to let you go. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and then Aaron and I will be back to finish up this episode, which is our official MMEA 2024 preview special. So thank you again to Dr. Adrian Davis, president of MMEA. Thanks again for joining us today. All right. Take care, y'all. All right. See you, man. See you. Looking for high quality handmade bassoon reeds? ACDC Reeds has your back. ACDC Reeds is a one woman bassoon reed workshop in Minnesota run by Ariel Detweiler. Selling beginner reeds, advanced bassoon reeds, and contra bassoon reeds, ACDC Reeds are hailed by all levels of bassoonists for their even intonation, ease of response in all registers, and warm tone quality. You'll also find bassoon themed gifts in the shop including greeting cards, stickers, artistic prints, and the ever-popular Blackwing Bassoon Pencil. Find ACDC Reads at www.acdcreads.com or at retailers like Midwest Musical Imports. All right, we are back. Uh, Dr. Davis, he's the uh, real deal. He is the real deal. Like, I just, you know what? There's something about sometimes people that just make you feel 
so welcome and mm-hmm. and he's that person and the, i just he's just been such a such a great gift to the music community throughout the years i'm so glad i've gotten to know know him since uh, you know i've been i was on the board with him when i was the jazz chair and and um just really learning from him but also just like feeling so valued in what he does i loved 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 how he was talking about how we're we, uh, this growth mindset of like we're never done learning it's yep. it's so valuable i think that you know because i use that in my own life with whether i'm parenting or teaching or being a friend or a wife or whatever and like he just he lives that and i i, I value his honesty and and, and mm. just who he is honesty um because what, what's really cool about him is that um sometimes he'll drop some wisdom or um some food for thought like on social media and um it'll be challenging it might be a question yeah. or a, a concern about um something that's going on in the world of music education um but he's always challenging people to learn and grow and what's really cool is that um when you, when you, when you sit down and talk to Adrian face to face or on the phone or in a zoom call you realize that like he's he's dropping those questions or those challenging statements um like you said in, in as a way to learn and grow not in a judgmental way not or do in you a, have to know a, the answer right now right not trying to shame anybody but saying hey we need to talk about this because there's mm-hmm. there's got to be a better path forward there's got to be yeah. some better options yeah and he he might not be saying that he even knows the answer but it it yeah. I, listen i love being around people that make me think and work um that's i i thrive in that like i don't i don't like being bored either you know just like he was talking about too like <laughs> yeah. you know like that's I, I don't have any time for that and so when even if i don't understand what somebody's saying from their perspective what i love and especially about adrian but i love having time or making time and just thinking about what they said and like, okay, what perspective have I, am I missing? How, and I just, I just love that. And you're right. It's not in a shameful or like judgmental manner. And that's, that's how true growth happens when that vulnerability is just like, here we all are and it's okay to not know the answer, but the challenge is to put yourself into a thinking mode and to challenge yourself to think outside of what the things that you always know. And again, I go back to those of us that have been doing this a really long time and have a hard time, you know, old dog, new tricks business, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's what this is all about, right? We've both been teaching for 20 years or more and, you know, we're encountered with situations every single day that we've, we've never encountered or, or here, the worst part is actually when you're doing something that you know how to do or you're teaching a piece you've taught before and you just like totally screwed up and you're thinking to yourself, man, <laughs> like I should have this down by now. And, like what happened um, to me on Tuesday? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like what happens to me every day on the podium? You know, it's like I just I have a brain fart or um I just I make a mistake or my my mind is in two different places at once and I can't focus on what is right in front of me. And um I think that um having that sort of, like you said, vulnerability is important. And when you go to events like MMEA, you swap stories with other professionals and you realize you're not the only one who goes through that because I think MMEA is the most important for people who live or teach in a small town or a small school and they feel like they're on an island. Get off the island, 
and get to MMEA. I know we're come, almost out of time. Come introduce, yeah. Come, yep. come meet us. Come talk come to us. us. Um, all right. So we'll see you all at MMEA. And in the meantime, like, rate, review this podcast, which is called Band is everything. everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, come to MMEA. Seriously. Come ah, to MMEA. Come meet us.